0: Welcome to track number seven of my first love.
1: All right. Number one. Number six. Number eight. All right. Hello. The microphone is not clear. The treble, increase it, reduce the mid range. Do you know mid range? Reduce that one. Reduce the bass a bit too, please. And Grace's mic is also not clear Do the same and increase her volume Okay Good Is it clearer Is it clearer Getting clearer isn't it Yeah So clear out all those husky parts Okay Good good Number what is what What do you have number Number one. Number what? Number nine. Okay. You offer up your Isaac. Did I give you that one? That was which one? Number what? Eight. Now, everybody has something precious to him. Okay? For instance... To you, it may be very precious to be married. Ah. Many of the ladies who are claiming to be interested in the ministry are actually interested in marriage. We will see. You wait. Because after here... When even on the mission field and doing certain things, you find out that people um, gravitate towards what they are really, you know, and they become whatever. So everybody has an aim. You see, one day I saw a certain brother who was going to get married, and I said, "I said, Charlie, how?" He said, "Yeah." I said, are you looking forward? He said, I'm looking forward. I said, are you looking forward to having sex? He said, I am looking forward to having sex. <laughs> then I told him something, and he was surprised. I said, she also has an aim. As you are going with an aim, she also has a plan of what she's also after. Yeah. Yeah. You think she's a fool. She also has her plan and her desires, which she has not said clearly. Hmm? Yeah. She also has used you, you have your aim. <laughs> she also has hers. You get it? So, with time, all those realities come out clearly. And, um, it, it is if that can make you give up something you really value. yeah For a man marriage itself may not be such a great sacrifice for him not to be married. Yeah You see the young boys many of, we marry because of sex. to be very frank. Brothers, if it is true, raise your hand. It is true. But it's not like we are after companionship. Want to be with you. Want to build our lives together. Want to look into each other's eyes. Say, I love you. I want your company. I like your conversation. I like the security I feel around you. Oh, you didn't even do as well as I did in school. Is it you that are coming to give me security? So, for a brother, what he'll be giving up when he's giving up marriage will be different from. A sister, you get it, Trula. So when we say your Isaac, it is person specific. Now, some of you have a mind to be rich based on your background of poverty. Because of your background Of poverty That situation From the house Where you are coming You don't want that thing Again Anything that will Distance you From how your house The house from where you are coming Is Hmm? So your aim Is riches. So for you, giving up your Isaac May be giving up What will make you rich So that you will not be like your father Or you will not be like your mother Some of you ladies Your ambition To work Is to be independent of a man Based on what you saw In your mother's marriage You don't want to repeat history But the Bible says that the wind that blows to the north turns around in a circular fashion and begins to blow south again. So, (laughs) you may think that (laughs) you have escaped the north or the south because it has blown north. But the Bible says that it turns around in a circular fashion and begins to blow south after a while. So you end up at the same place. Yes. You end up at the same spot. Hmm. But I will leave it to time. To see whether your life will disprove the Bible. So some of those visions, they are worthless visions. Because the wind that is blowing to the north will turn around in circular fashion. The Bible says, what advantage has man that laboreth or striveth for the wind on this earth? That you will discover what is striving for the wind. And at the end of your life, you will join Solomon by all means. You will say the same words that he at the end of his life. Unless you work for God. That's when you will not say that it's useless. Because in 1 Corinthians 15, 15 it says... Steadfast and movable, always abound in the work of the Lord, knowing this that your labor in the Lord is not in vain. That's the not vain, not vanity. Working in the Lord is the not vanity, but vanity of vanities, all is vanity except one thing your labor in the Lord is the thing that will not be useless of your life. Yeah, the same word vanity that is used at the beginning is the word that is used by Paul. It's not vain. But everything else will be useless. You mark it. You can write it somewhere in a thing that you will never lose and check on it later. Sometimes it's good to write some of those things. Yeah. Before you realize you check and say that I was told that this and that and that. That the wind that blows to the north it turns around in a secular fashion and begins to blow south again. To the same spot it ends. That's what the Bible says. What advantage has he that laboreth, striveth after the wind? <laughs> so I thank God for he has given me something that is not vanity. Like what I'm doing now, it's not useless. All the work of Kwame Kuma, Buzia, Champong, Rollins, Kufo, what, what, what? what has it changed? Huh? Anyway, are you listening to me? Based on your background, some of you don't want to be poor, don't want to be this, don't want to live in Ghana, Some of you have because your father was a businessman who didn't go to school. You want to by all means go to school. You want to have second degree, first degree. So all these desires which are built up in us, eh, you grow up and they become Isaacs in your life. And one day, God may call on you and say, This particular thing. To you, it is important. But to somebody, what is that? Oh so, no, to you, it's Isaac. To you, the marriage is Isaac. To you, the child is Isaac. To you, the man is Isaac. To you, money is Isaac. To you, education is To you, London is Isaac. To you, America is Isaac. To leave America, to sacrifice is Isaac for you. Everybody has his own child called Isaac. Huh? And so, for me, what would be Isaac? Maybe even nothing to you. And what may be Isaac to this girl? When I even say, but why is she crying? Why is she crying? But to you, it is Isaac. Like, to me, I wouldn't say giving up medicine was giving up Isaac. For me, to be very honest with you. I mean, between you and I, yeah. just between us, I don't think I saw medicine. It lost its value to me at a certain stage when I was in the school. So stopping medicine it wasn't anything? Yeah. I thought, "Oh God, I gave up. Oh, what? You go and work at the mochi and become what? And do what? And become this. how these professors are in Kolebu. It wasn't any very thing that I felt I was sacrificing. Do you get what I'm saying? Yeah. I don't even know whether I've ever sacrificed my Isaac. Mm. Yes. You see, don't let anybody deceive you. As I am here, you may not know. And I also didn't come from a poor home. So certain things were not valuable. My father had one of the first smiling benzes in Ghana. First. When the car was moving, that was like an aeroplane. GZ 4314. That was the car number. GZ 4314. When it came, the car was like a plane. Yeah. Beautiful car. A Benz was not in the Mm. you get the point yeah. so I don't even know whether anything has been like Isaac to me Me, I thought I would never have a house more I thought maybe I will never have a house to stay in my dream was that God would bless me with one of the dancehomans net flats yeah. if I can get one to stay in I'm okay and I thought to myself, I will never travel abroad again. I mean, that's the end forever. I think those two things were more of something I thought about but working at the mortuary Quite frankly, as an honest uh, discussion between us, I don't think it was like Isaac. Maybe Jake. It was another child, Ishmael, or another but not Isaac. <laughs> Yeah, one of Ketura's children or but not Isaac. I really wonder whether I have had the experience of giving up an Isaac before. Catherine Kuhlman giving up her husband, Mr. Waltrip, whom she called Mr. To me, the way she describes it, that thing was Isaac for her. When you read her story. Hmm, hmm. It's true. Not not money. You see, but a Ghanian who has struggled to see visa in his passport. Visa, visa, entry granted to the United Kingdom, For ninety days. When you look at it you say, mm. Or green cards. Hey look at it and say Lord ha I shall never return to Ghana i have finished with Ghana do you get it? so for some of us all those different things were Isaac another person will come and you may have to give up your boyfriend do you see? don't start coughing Just keep smiling and look straight this way. Nobody will know anything. Do you get it? You may have to give up your boyfriend, but you may not even love him. So, giving him up is to be like one of those Ishmael or those distant. But there is a second boy. If you had to give him up, that one will be Isaac. Oh, you don't get what I'm saying? When you have faith, you can give up Isaac, I tell you. Isaac himself will be surprised. You rubbish him, he'll be so surprised. Me, you are coming to sacrifice Yeah, you are the one I'm coming to sacrifice now. You are going to die. You are going out of my life. Isaac, me, you. Come on, carry your bag. We are going. It's over. Isaac will be shocked. The rubbish shame. Me, yes. My name, I, I know your name is Isaac. Let's go. Because the Isaacs in your life, they, they feel they can never leave. Oh yeah, they feel that they, they are with you forever. But since I ravished my medical education and made it lower than the pastorate, When I say rubbish I don't mean it's nonsense, but I lowered it from its high level of nobility you have to give up everything for it and brought it down below the pastorate. Others are looking at it and say, ah, maybe it's not that Isaac is not as important as we originally thought. So a lot of people are looking at the certificate and say, You cry. You are tall. Others have been able to bear you, their own. You are not so valuable. Yeah. Since people started to leave London and the UK to go on the mission field, a lot of people saying, ah, and then say, ah, London is not. Now, one of the queens of Scots When she was dying She said shame on England And she died That was her last word, Shame on England and then she died Yeah those were Her last words Shame on England And then she died She was so disappointed But a missionary Who was on a ship going As he died with fever On the ship of malaria Or whatever he said, I go bounding like a schoolboy who is ba- running back home from school. I go bounding to the gates of heaven. That was when he had fever, sweating on the ship. The rocking ship in the middle of the Atlantic Ocean. Yes. He said, I go bounding to the gates of eternity like a schoolboy who has been released from school. He's going back home. Because you see, it is your labor in the Lord that is not in vain. Amen. Amen. But the Queen of Scots who have been a queen, cor- coronation. Shame on England. <laughs> and she died. With those words, she died. May you never say shame on shame on America. Or shame on your life as you exit this world. In Jesus' name, Amen. in Jesus' name, Amen. you are the next person to sacrifice your Isaac. Amen. Isaac will not live in your life. In Jesus' name, hey. what is your Isaac? Through faith, it can also die. Yeah. One day, a certain brother to me said to me, "I like money." Hey! I said, I've not heard anybody say like that before, so plainly. I like, I want money. I remember as he sat, he said to me in my office, I love money. <laughs> you see, when you say something like that, it can easily become so important that God will have to take it away from you. So, don't have anything too precious. But when you make something Isaac for a real life, they will call for it. Make it an Ishmael or some lesser child. So that there will be no calls for Isaac. When they call for Isaac, they will leave that one. How many understand what? You see, don't make something too special. You love your beloved too much. You love your husband too much. You love your wife too much. You love your child too much. You love the school too much. You love medicine too much. Law too much. PhD too much. America too much. England. Visa. Green card. Now you see that the thing has, it's not the new name is America Isaac. America Isaac. Hey, you see that God has called send me my, that Isaac in the house. It's true. And before you realize, God will call for it. And before you realize, you'll be saying bye bye to something that is so precious. But through faith, you can give up and Isaac in your life. Amen. Okay. We are finishing. Number what? Number nine. Through faith, you can speak blessings. Yes. By faith, verse 20, Isaac blessed by faith. In verse 21, Jacob blessed by faith. Joseph, when he died, he gave commandments concerning his bones. Amen. So, through faith, powerful words are spoken. When you listen to me preaching earlier, you realize that almost all that I was saying were words of faith I, I used to prophesy That we one day have Cordless microphone Cordless microphone And look at me today I'm holding a cordless microphone Yes, there's even a spare one here And I don't know how many Cordless microphones we have in the church We can easily have 1,000 microphones This time yeah. Do you see? It's fantastic. I used to say one day I'll see a ch- church. I don't know who is the pastor. Yeah. And uh, all, many of you here are elders of church. I don't even know your names. I don't even know the chief elders' name. Who are the chief elders? Apart from Benedictus. And who, who? what is your name? You see? I don't even know your names. But I used to know everybody's name. You you also lack some uh, arts. To be close, the burden of being close is on the pursuer. It's not on the mentor. That problem, how to be close, is not a problem of the mentor. It's a problem of the pursuer. It's your problem. (laughs) I don't need to be close to you. You need to be close to me. I don't need to be close to you. You need to be close to me. And that problem, the burden of closeness is on the pursuer. It's not on the mentor or the leader. That problem is the problem. I have a problem of being close to some other. That's my problem. (laughs) He doesn't need me. I need him. Uh, So he doesn't have that problem. I have that problem. So you also have another problem. Mm -hmm. To be known or not to be known is, is a problem that you have. That burden is the burden It's on the pursuer. Yeah. Sitting there sheepishly Like this is not going to make you known Being pleasant in your heart Will not make anybody know you Yeah, Nobody gets known that way And it's dangerous not to be known Very dangerous When you are not known You, you, you become a number Yeah, When you have no name You have a number I <laughs> oh, don't understand what I'm saying. I said, when you don't have a name, you are what is used is a number, and numbers are shuffled without thought as to what they are. Yeah. But names are not shuffled like that. It's true. Uh, are you understanding? Yeah. So the burden of closeness is on the pursuer. Humility is the burden of humility is on the pursuer, not on the person who is up there. Or that person you are mentoring, or or that person you are being mentored by, or the person you are following, or whatever. No. That problem is your problem. You have to solve it. <laughs> or you don't understand my message. Yeah. is my send message. Come, come. When I'm explaining that the burden is on the pursuer, what what does it say? Come. 103 new messages. Yeah. How many? 103. What's this? New text messages that have come. Yeah. Unread. Eh? Yes. Yeah. Unread new text messages. 103. Uh, that I'm yet to read. Yeah. Oh, is that not what Come, come and read it. 103 messages. New messages. Yeah. Apart from the ones that have been. Whatever. So. I have hundred and three new messages to read. Do, do you think I can answer your message and write with scriptures, quotations, There's this, this? No. If I answer your your message, with even a, or even you don't get a message, even if you don't get a reply, it's your problem. It's your problem. <laughs> it's your problem. It's not my problem. Yeah, hundred and three. Yeah. Yeah. New ones. I've been removing them ah, throughout. <laughs> some of you, nobody calls you and nobody texts you. Yeah. I know some people, they look at their phone and say, Will nobody send me a text or a call? So, they take their ntn and then they send a text to the tigo so that it will make a noise in the house so i know that it is working yeah i have to read 100 I read all my texts. Yeah, I don't just I read I check it. I may not answer, or I may not be able to answer all. And if I answer, very, very sure. I sent somebody a text. He was he was annoyed. Even that even made him leave the ministry. Yeah, because he sent me a message and I didn't have time to I didn't write. I said, Oh, okay. He said he's going to do this. I said, Okay. And he was offended. Yeah. Don't say hey, hey. Because the wind that blew to the north, it will turn around in a circular fashion and blow south again. Before you realize it is blowing on you. So the burden of, the, of, of closeness is on the pursuer. If you are not humble, it's up to you. Yes. You get it? Yeah. How did we get into that? You can't remember. Blessings. Blessings on people. Powerful words. Huh? Yeah. Churches that I don't know the leaders. That's how I can say that. I don't even know them. I don't even know the people. So, now we are in a place where you, you, you can easily be relegated to being a number. You have to learn the technique of somebody who can be known and can be close. Because when you are known, you are safer. Yes. In, in, in Psalms, you see, at the point it says that my safety is in being close. Yes. So, it's very important. Amen. Faith, When you speak, it happens So me I am a bit careful Sometimes when I'm speaking these days Sometimes I start to I remember the day before Juanita died I was sat in a car And then I was sitting By Pastor Joel He was on his way to America the next morning I think with Delta or something And it was in the evening She was going to die the next morning when I sat with him, he was sitting by my look. I said, "What is going to happen next? What 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 is coming?" I remember I said, "I said, what is coming? It's like something is coming. What is coming?" I said, "We don't. I don't. We don't even know what is coming." So the next morning, so he took the plane or oh knife, something. It was when he got to America that he heard that she had just died. But you see, it was like I was starting to talk about something that was coming, but I knew. In the spirit, but I didn't know what I knew. I didn't even know what I was talking about. Are you there? Yeah. Yeah. So when you are when you are working with somebody who has faith, you should be careful. When a person says, even when he's joking, the prayer of faith is when people are not serious. That's when they say what they really believe. You say something like that, before you realize well, your life is going through a certain treble cleft. You know Treble Clef. <laughs> the next one through faith, you can refuse things that everybody else desires. Through faith, you can reject and refuse things that everybody else wants. Everybody in the world wants that. Now because you have faith, you can reject and refuse something that is so precious to everybody else. And that's what Moses did. The Bible says by faith, Moses, when he was come to years, refused to be called the son of Pharaoh's daughter. Everybody wanted to be Pharaoh's daughter. Choosing rather to suffer affliction with the people of God, and to enjoy the pleasures of sin for a season, esteeming the riches of God greater, greater reproach. The riches of being reproached for God, is was greater. Esteeming the reproach of Christ greater than the treasure riches in Egypt, for He had recompense unto the reward. Amen. By faith He forsook Egypt, not fearing the wrath of the king. But he endured as seeing him who is invisible. Amen. So by faith you can refuse what is so precious to everybody. Derek Prince's first wife, she was about 25 years older than him. You see? Yes, she was about 25 years older than he was. But she was a missionary to Israel. Went to look after abandoned children. She was there because Jesus appeared to her in a vision. And she felt the love of Jesus. And she felt she must show the love of Jesus. So she left Sweden or Norway or whatever and went there. And she just lived looking after these people. And one day God sent Derek Prince. And the Prince fell in love with her and decided to marry her of all people. Many times people will come and say to his wife after he's finished preaching, Your son really ministered powerfully today. Your son. Yes. Your son was really awesome today. And it really annoyed her when people said that. Your son has really done well. I really enjoyed your son's ministry. Because it was her husband. Do you get it? But you see, she had faith to go. And God blessed her supernaturally. But you see, every woman would not, would not have left her home country you leave your home country, then who from Norway are you going to see in Israel? You know? But you see, sometimes when you have faith, you are able to reject and refuse something that is so precious to people. I say, I refuse to be called the son of Pharaoh's daughter. Everybody would like to be the son of Pharaoh's daughter. So I'm not the son of Pharaoh's daughter. I'm an, <laughs> I'm an Israelite. Wow. And people are amazed. So yeah, I don't need to be a British citizen or an American citizen or I don't need to have money or I don't need to have this, I don't need to live in the north or the south or the east or the west I can refuse it, See, it that, that, those type of powers they come by having faith that's real faith the faith needs to refuse what is precious to the rest of the world refuse and say I don't need it amen Then the next thing that faith will help you to do, is help faith help you to choose suffering. Yeah. He said, choosing to suffer affliction with the children of Israel rather than to enjoy the pleasures of sin for a season. He chose to suffer. That's why I was telling you that those of you who are not choosing this suffering, do you get it? Are you with me? Those who are not choosing this suffering, you can't, you don't have faith. If you have faith, you choose it. When I'm sacking you to go, because it's going to be hard, you say, no, I want to suffer. I want it. I like to suffer for God. Choosing to suffer. And then it's, and the next thing that faith is going to help you to do, is going to help you to end, to follow something that is invisible. Bible says he endured as seeing him who is invisible. So through faith, you can look at invisible things and be going forward, 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 forward because your eyes are on something invisible. Now, when you don't have faith, you always follow the visible. And when you follow the visible, you have to follow where is money? money is in america money is in germany money is in dusseldorf money is in italy money is in spain money is here money is here but through faith you will now switch from following the visible and begin to follow the invisible read it is it not in your bible he and he endured right as seeing him who is invisible Invisible. Today's Christians, right, are mostly relying on the visible. Following the visible. Yes. Yes. That's why somebody may ask me, why would I send a missionary to Nigeria? What is in Nigeria? Yeah, what is in Nigeria is not something visible that we are following. If we are following a visible thing, we will not go to Nigeria. I will not send anybody to Nigeria. My pastor, who is in Kenya, he was not following something visible. That's why he. did not why he left the UK to go and follow something visible. With, using visibility, you will not go. Yes, we don't follow the visible. When you have faith, you follow the invisible, and the invisible is heaven. Invisible is God. Invisible is angels. There is an invisible world where there are things we cannot see. And a man of faith is more into things that are unseen. The invisible world is more real to him than the visible world. He battles in the invisible world. He can sit in one place for hours. Battling with powers in the invisible realm. The realm that is not seen. It's only a man of faith who is a man of prayer. A man of prayer is a man of faith. Because he believes in the invisible. That's why he will spend time. you understand? Fighting it out in the invisible realm. Yes. It's only a man of faith who will look for the anointing. Which is not seen. You cannot see anointing on me because it's invisible but a man of faith can seize beyond the visible and sees the anointing and he's following the invisible he's following the invisible but somebody with physical eyes will be trying to follow the visible I want to follow what I see but you must be conscious of the invisible presence of God of angels, of the power of God, of the power of blessings and curses that can change your life into a treble cleft or on some kind of wriggly line. That is no more going straight. No more going straight, but it's now wriggling like this. Based on a word, something that was going straight will now change into something that is shaking. Following the invisible Is the life of faith Yes and Even when you die without ever Seeing anything on this earth You have to believe that are many times that I have Battled with God And asked him to show me Some sign Something visible To assure me Of my path Especially whether I am tracking the right path With him and I have, that is one of the reasons why there are certain books are interest, of interest to me. Because I need to see. That's why the, the thing that the final quest and the battles and certain things, what the demons were doing and different things that were happening and so on. Because there is an invisible world which determines the visible. Amen. Yeah. You see, when John the Baptist died, when you read the book, When God Walked the Earth. You see that the angels were asked to stay back Yes You see you may not know uh, Pastor Prince was telling me Yesterday when the flood came Is it yesterday or the day before When the flood came He was going home like this He was driving, And there was a car in front of him And there was a river going this way So they were going And he said the car in front of him it went like that. And then, you see, there was a gully. I know that road. The road goes like that, but the road has been eaten in this way. So I think there's water here, water here. So the water came. And the car was going like that. It just went down like that. And they were swept away. So, you see, he could have been the car. You just, you see, you just have to be this car or this car. And you are dead or alive. Eh? Now, your angel, the angel of your covenant, may have hindered you on the way. And you may have been irritated. But the angel of your covenant was standing at that light, making somebody cross the road or do something to delay you by one car. Just one car. Yeah. But you see, for a man who believes, in the invisible, you have faith that these things are really what are working out. But if you believe in the invisible, you believe in blessings and curses more than anything else. For God to stop Balaam or Balak, one of them, from speaking the curse eh, on Israel, it means that you know. For God to stop uh, Abraham. Uh, from cursing Abimelech and asking him to pray for Abimelech after taking Sarah, he was helping him. A man for God to intervene when Laban was going to curse Jacob. He said, Don't curse him, it will change the history of Israel. Don't curse him, don't curse him to change his history, it change his future, to change how his life will be. Don't say that. Don't say that. You see, sometimes you see a parent just saying something. You see, but all those things you see, you'll be doing exams, but your life is going in a wriggly line. Do you know wriggly line? Like this. Like, that. like an electrocardiograph. ECG. Don't say that. Don't say that. Don't say what you are going to say. One day, The angel of the Lord Struck me with diarrhea Yes I had a running stomach I've never had before But I know today That it was the angel of of my covenant My calling The angel of my calling That had been assigned to me In addition to the angel that was given to me When I was born Yes that hindered me. Because they can come into physical things. You know what had happened was I was in a fellowship, and the leader of the fellowship had fallen into a sin. So that they were going for what they call is like business meeting. We are coming to sort out issues, especially that guy who used to teach us the word and has fallen into a problem. We were now going to sort him out that day. So as I got ready to go. eh, To go and sort out somebody who has been teaching me the word of God. At that time I didn't know all these things that I'm teaching. The angel of the Lord. Struck me down. Supernaturally. From about 1 o'clock to about 4 o'clock. 5 o'clock with a supernatural diarrhea something very unusual and then I didn't know where it came from what was the cause, nothing at exactly the closing time of the meeting there sickness ended now I was free to, to go anywhere I needed to go but I couldn't go for that meeting and my friend, my friend came for me we were going together he came, he was, he was downstairs in my house. I said, I, said, I cannot, I don't know how. I, I can't believe the most important meeting that I really wanted to show by principles of the Bible. Hmm. I was going to show principles. <laughs> God kept me from opening my mouth for somebody to look at me and say, you, this boy, Really? That is what you are saying Whatever I saw May you see it Also What I saw May you see one Before I realized, My whole life is forming A new pattern She's gone to the left Turn around Circular fashion Back to the south Upstairs To the right Twisted to the west Back to the east and then a point has come in it. <laughs> Boom. <laughs> if you believe it is invisible, you believe such things are real. Yeah. There are some days you shouldn't have woken up to say certain things. Or for somebody to say something on you. you will be tired in this world. Do you know that many of that? heard somebody say you will be tired? (laughs) So, a man of faith is a peddler of the invisible. So many of you are not men of faith, but you are the next man of faith to be released in the system. As of now, you are not a man of faith, but you are the next man of faith to be released. Because you are going to battle with, peddle with, the invisible world Amen. and obtain your victories Amen. in the invisible world. Amen. In the name of Jesus. Uh. Huh. Come. How many messages? 105 new messages. Yeah. Yeah. The last time, a couple of days ago, I deleted my test. 1,800. I just deleted it so that it would clear off. So you, you, you are not close. It's not my fault. It's your fault. You lack something. That's how come I don't even know your names. As you are sitting here, I don't know your name. Because there's something you are deficient in. That will always affect you. You'll never be good missionaries, good ambassadors, good, so many things. It's something that is deficient in you. And it's such an important aspect. Yeah. It's not not on me to remember that your name is uh, Rosemont. There are so many Rosemonts. Uh Your name is uh, Samuel. Uh, I'm Sammy. I mean, it's one of the commonest. And by the way, when you have children, don't give them such common names. You know? Everybody's Ima. Everybody's Sammy. (laughs) That, that also does not help you to be remembered. Mm-hmm. Uh, now, by faith, you can be a lady who is a help to a man of God. By faith, the walls of Jericho fell down after they were compassed about seven days. And by faith, the harlot Rahab perished not with them that believed not when she had received the spies with peace. Amen. Rahab helped Joshua in his campaign. By doing something small but significant in his campaign. His campaign for Jericho was successful through the help of Rahab. Prostitute, not by a virgin, no, no, but by Rahab, and Rahab, not a virgin, is in the Bible. Yeah, she's joined in abraham Abraham. When you made Abraham did they mentioned Rahab. This is what she's joined now. <laughs> she's been just all her. I, don't, I mean, it's just been justified. All the salary she collected from that work and everything, thousand. I mean, her lifestyle that turned into that thing has been justified. <laughs> and you, with your righteous nose, have not been justified yet. You better rise up and do something by faith so that you have a good report one day in heaven. Amen. So through faith, all these aspects are possible in your life. Amen. Amen. is it fantastic? fantastic? So today, God has blessed you with hope. And now, he has blessed you with faith. So now, the Bible says, faith, hope, and love. These three abide. But the greatest is love. So now you have seen the importance of hope. What is hope going to give you? Strength. And what else? Energy. Future. Which type of people are hope people? Pastors of what? Big churches. Big single churches, isn't it? And successful politicians. They are preachers of hope. Not anything substantial, just hope. Speakers, yes, we can. Obama is change. We believe. Obama is one of the best examples of. Uh, I mean, the power of hope. A black, it brought a black man to be the president of America. Uh, hope is so powerful. Uh, it was the power that carried. A black man on waves over every kind of prejudice and put him at the head of everyone to beat Hillary Clinton and other wild contenders and put him out there as the head of the richest, most powerful nation in the world. Isn't that fantastic? That's the power of hope. It shows you how great hope is. Now faith. Is when you're becoming what? Substantial action now. The first word in the doctrine of faith is what word? Now. Now. Faith is. Not faith will be. Faith is going to be. Faith is the substance now of something that you are hoping for. Yes. So you substantiate your claims and hopes by action now. Is that not so? And faith is actually what creates things. And faith will make you join the ranks of great people who have ever worked for God. But without faith and without actions, you will be one of the dreamers who know the theories. And within a few years, you will be so... Deep into the Word of God, and you will be our greatest critics. And you will say, Oh, Ducky Watt Mills? Oh, that guy. I know Dark. I know Duck. Ducky Womos. Ducky Womos. Ducky Womos. Oh, Duck. That. that guy. Oh, don't mind him. Just, just get up. This, that, that. Listen, yes, Daddy talk. But secretly, they go to the website. They'll be checking. <coughs> One of my critics he could not help himself and he went to see he was staying in a part of England out of London. Couldn't help himself. He had been at Kolebu criticizing me. So one day he couldn't help himself and he went to the website and he saw and he realized that there was one of the lighthouse churches just near where he was staying. <laughs> so he, he he decided to go to the church. Yeah. And began to listen to what he had criticized. Figured it. Yes. Today he's working for the Lord in the ministry. Yeah. So that's why I said that secretly they are going to the website to see what's happening there. Faith to differentiate you between you and the others. Now, what is gonna happen with love? Love is another Powerful thing that is necessary for your salvation and your life and your ministry. Thank God for faith. But without love, you get it. There are going to be a whole lot of shortages. Amen. Are you listening to me? Okay. So without love. There's going to be a whole lot of difficulties. You can't make it without love, one love. Now we are going to go straight to um, verse four of First Corinthians. Chapter 13 Version Now is the time You must work for him You must work for God Amen
0: Now Is the time Now Is the time I said now It's the time, now, it's the time, now you have the chance, don't let it slip you by, you must take him by the hand, never, never let him go, and you must work for him, I said you must work for him, you must work for him work for him. It is Jesus calling now. It is Jesus. Listen, listen. And don't look to your left. Don't look to your right. For you will stand alone when you meet the Lord on the judgment day. On the judgment day. chance. The Lord is calling you. and Please don't let the devil cheat you. You must listen to the Lord. And don't look to your left. I said don't look to your right. It is Jesus calling now. It is Jesus. Listen, listen. And don't look to your left. Don't look to your right. For you will stand alone when you meet the law on the judgment day cheat you. You must listen to the Lord, and you must work for him, you must work for him, you must work for him. I said you must work for him, I said you must work for him, oh you must work for him, oh, oh you must work for him right now. You must work for him, it may be morning Now, you must work for him. I said, Now is the time. Time is running out. Now is the time. Time is running out. You must work for him right now. You must work for him. And you know it. You know it. You know it. You know it. You've got to. You've got to. You've got to. You've got to. You must work for him right now. You must work for him. Oh, you must work for him. I said, you must work for him. Oh, you must work for him right now. You must work for him. Somebody say, I must work for him. Oh, I must work for him. I must work for him right now. I must work for him. somebody. Say, I must work for him. Now the time. Time is running out. Now is the time. Time is running out. Oh, I must work for Him right now. I must work for Him. And you know it. You know it. You know it. You know it. You've got to. You've got to. You've got to. You've got to. I must work for. To think that I was so bad, that you knew all about my past. But that didn't make you any different. You said you could fix a lot. It causes me to shed some tears Sometimes it causes me to When I think that somebody Somebody like you Will love somebody like me Just to think that somebody Somebody like you Will love somebody like me. I was a perfect example Of living a life with no plan a life that was broken and charted in pieces that you put together again. When I'm down, when I feel insecure, that's when your love is going to lie. You said your love isn't just an emotion, it's just a matter of fact, oh, oh, oh. sometimes it causes me. Sometimes it causes me to shed some tears Sometimes it causes me to tremble When I think that somebody, somebody like you Will love somebody like me Just to think of somebody it causes me to shed some tears Sometimes it causes me to crumble And I think that somebody, somebody like you Will love somebody like me Just to think that somebody, somebody like you Will love somebody like me I can't imagine how a king will live his home to take my place on the cross all alone He didn't condemn me Or put me down He just loved me Turned my life around Oh, sometimes it causes me to tremble. Sometimes it causes me to shed some tears Sometimes it causes me to tremble. When I think that somebody Somebody like me Will love somebody like To think that somebody, somebody like you will love somebody like me. Sometimes it causes me to tremble. Sometimes it causes me to shed some tears. Sometimes it causes me to tremble. Just to think that somebody, somebody like you will love somebody like me. Just to think that somebody. Like you will love somebody like you. Oh, oh, oh. Sometimes it causes me to trouble. Sometimes it causes me to shed. To think that I was so bad That you didn't knew all about my past But that didn't make you any difference You said you could fix all of that I got so excited Till my heart nearly skipped a beat It feels so good to be understood Do you know what I mean? Oh, 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 sometimes it causes me to tremble. Sometimes it causes me to shed some tears Sometimes it causes me to tremble. When I think it's somebody, somebody like you will love somebody like me. Just to think of somebody, somebody like you, will love somebody like you. oh. oh, oh. I need to shed some tears Sometimes it causes me to crumble When I think that somebody, somebody like you Will love somebody like you Just to think that somebody, somebody like you Will love somebody like you, Somebody, somebody like you, who loves somebody like me. Just to think of somebody, somebody like you, who loves somebody like you. Oh, oh, oh. Sometimes it causes me to tremble. Sometimes it causes me to shed some teeth. Sometimes it causes me to tremble. Trying to think that somebody, somebody like you love somebody like me? Just to think of somebody, somebody like you.
1: Zero seven new messages. Okay. All right. Now, when you have great hope for tomorrow for the future, you need great love as well. Amen. Now, first love is a completely different. Kind of or aspect of love. Do you understand? So that is something that um, we really need to understand. And when you have first love, you have something that is very important. Amen. Amen. Are you there? Are you there? Okay, great. Now, if I speak with the tongues of men and of angels, do not have love, I become noise. How many want to be noise? If I have the gift of prophecy and know all mysteries and knowledge, and I have faith, and I do not have love, I'm nothing. How many want to be nothing? If I give all my possessions to feed the poor, okay, and I surrender my body to be burned, but I do not have love, it is profit me nothing. Okay? Are you there? You're there? Now, love is patient. So now, these are qualities. That are mysteriously more important than faith and hope. Yes. <laughs> I didn't say. They said the greatest of these is love. And the Bible doesn't say God is faith. And he that cometh to God must know that he is faith. No. He says God is love. So I I will agree that love looks like the weakest and the most inferior part of the whole deal. How many think so too? I mean, I'm talking about how it looks. But, in the long run, right, in the long run, what will keep you and what will make you last out is the love part. Because, Um, the faith part. You see, like I was saying, Obama is preaching hope. And uh, we can do something. Let's rise up and do something now. It's also preached by politicians. Do you see? We are talking about faith in God. Amen. 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 But, the reality, you get it, is that love Is something that is uh, very divine. Now, when I speak of love, I'm not talking about what wild animals have for the young that they bring forth. That's not what I... When I say God is love, it's not that. I'm talking about something else. And first, love is also something that animals don't have. They have sex, but they don't have first love. We come to first love hopefully very early tomorrow morning when we start again. But um, you need to know that it's, it's the divine part that really is going to count in the long run to make you marriageable, to make you able to work for God to make you able to survive and all that so when you go through the different things even the very first thing in your life is patience I mean that one alone is everything because through patience and faith you can inherit if you have faith but you don't have patience you will not see do you get it? yeah you will not see do you understand? You need to both believe and then have love. So faith works by love. So you need a lot of Christian love. Now, you all of you here have hope. Soon, you will, it will be shown whether you have faith. But the fact that you are at the camp shows that you have some amount of faith. Otherwise, you wouldn't be here. Okay? And with time, it's going to show up even more. And then with more time, more is going to show up again. Because by the time you are 20 years after school, that is when you'll be where I am now. When I lived in 1989, I qualified on the 10th of March 1989 as a doctor after being in medical school for seven years, from 1982 to 89. So I went to first year 27 years ago. So, if you are in first year, you are 27 years down the line from where I, I was. That's a fact. So, if you want to see certain things, you may see them, but it may take you quite a bit of patience to be able to see. Do you get it? Yeah. And if you don't have patience, but you just have faith and hope, you you probably will not see it. Yeah. But I'm I'm thankful, you know, most of the guys who've come out of school from here, they are quite resilient. I've not really seen anybody who's come out of the Alos system who has returned, I can't think of anybody, to the world. You know, even though there have been ups and downs and so on. Generally, everybody wants to work for God still and is persisting in whatever capacity Once they chose that line, you know. And they've been very grateful. That's one of the things, too, that has encouraged me. Because they're always sending me thank you. These hundred and something messages. Some of those guys, I'm sure. I mean, a lot of them have already sent me texts, you know, today. But they're happy. They're thankful for the chance to be in Nigeria, to be in Kenya, to be in Zambia, Tanzania, yeah. Mozambique, they are all happy that that chance came. Do you get it? They they, they they never want to retreat, really. There may be some ups and downs and some things. You get it? So, you, you do need quite an amount of love to make it. Okay? And you need to believe it, especially when it's happening. So, you need to have. Patience to see fruits. It takes time. And it's easy to abort on the way. Yes. It's easy to stop. Yeah. Do you understand? Yeah. It's true. And if you if you dare come. Towards the ministry, if you dare come, I'll send you to the fire. (laughs) Hey, I'll send you towards the fire, so that you become great in the house of the Lord. But it's going to take time. I don't even know what you are made of till after you've been around some time. Like I said, most of you are liabilities. We now have to train you. Yeah. Even in the secular world, they they no longer accept degrees from our universities. Now, come and they have to train you again. I mean, you should see when people write letters. You'll be shocked. Yes. If you've ever had different people write things for you, you will appreciate somebody who can type with good English. Yeah. One day, I gave a letter to somebody to type. And when the letter came back, Every three words was a very severe mistake, not like a casual mistake. Every three words was severe criminal error, grammatical error, spelling. And I disbanded the person's job almost immediately. You get it. So when you grow, you realize what a blessing it is for somebody you can spell. When you say it, where the person knows what you mean. You get it. So with time, for so the next five years, some of you say you want to be in. How many want to work for God full-time in the ministry? Hey, are you not afraid? Raise your hand if you want to work for God. Hey! Hmm. You are not afraid. How many are afraid? Raise your hand. Okay, good. Oh, raise your hand if you are afraid. You see, you may be the first. Mm-hmm, because the last shall be first. You see, the Bible said that a certain man had two sons. One of them said, Sir, I go. And he goeth not. Another one said, I go not. But later he changed his mind and said, Sir, I go. So those of you who are afraid and those of you who are ready to give yourselves, we cannot even tell as at this camp Who will really go And who will really not go But I want to encourage you to work for God That's what I'm here to do I'm here to tell you that it's the best job There, there is no better work to do Than to work for God Every other thing is inferior I declare it inferior As far as we are concerned It's inferior And as far as eternity is concerned, it's vanity. The wind will seem that it's blowing towards the north. Before you realize, in a circular fashion, it will turn around and begin to blow back to the south. And you see that you are at the same place. Because the wind that blew you north, turned around in a circle and blew you back to the south to square one. (laughs) That is why when I meet people who I haven't seen for many years... Sometimes we have been working for the world and all that, and I meet and I compare notes with them. I read, they have eaten, I have eaten for the last 10 years. They have drank water, I have drank water. They have drank, cook, I have drank, cook. We have had chicken, I have had chicken. And we are all here. They have had somebody to stay, I have also had somebody, They have driven a car, I have also driven a car. And we are all here. We slept, they slept, I woke up. They also woke up and slept for 10 years. Yeah. So, You ask yourself, what is the use of all those things? So my brothers and my sisters, don't let anything, neither mother nor father nor anybody, keep you back from your calling. Become like Abraham and all those people. But you see, when you follow the call of God, you need to be patient with time. A lot of things that are not working, work. With time, a lot of things that are hard become easier. With time, a lot of confusion becomes clearer. Time, time alone. You know? Even very, very painful things. Time alone makes it go away. Yeah. When uh, one day, when our sister Juanita died, you know, I made them make a picture of her. I wanted to have a big picture of her in my office to always remember her. So when they made it and they brought it and they put it there, I became afraid of the picture. Because the picture was big. Even everybody in the office was afraid of it. And I mean we all united you know, that the picture must be removed from there. We couldn't stand it. I'm telling you, it was it was it was like a horror to us. Do you remember? Yeah, it was even Lulu who made that photograph. Made a big frame like that. We were scared. We were like cows who one has been taken and slaughtered. And the rest of us were standing there. Nine of us were there. And one has been slaughtered right before our eyes. We couldn't believe it? We couldn't believe what we were seeing. It was a shock. But you see, time has a way of healing. That's why if you want to be important, make sure you don't die. Because when you die, you'll be surprised. With time, your importance will vanish. You see, that's one of the reasons why the Bible says, for there is no remembrance of anything. Yes, there is no remembrance of former things and good things to come. There will be no remembrance. It's one of the reasons why everything we are doing is useless. There will be no remembrance. Yeah. You get it? Yeah. The people who build this universe, you don't even know who they are. What plans they took when they said this nation needs a university. We must build a place, an icon of education. and if, no, Nobody here, none of us. I don't and you don't. We don't know who did it. Whether he was a wise man or a fool. Or whether he had one wife or two wives. We don't even care. I mean, they should just be where their grips wherever they are. University is here, we are using it. Allow us. There's no remembrance of former things. Mercy! But with time, you'll be surprised. Even painful things can be healed. Yes. So you need patience so that every promise happens. Yes. And that, that promise that the Lord gave me, it was at the beginning of my ministry when my wife and I would calculate and count our money and go to Junior's End to buy corn beef. The two of us in my car Renault 4 that my father gave me when I was in uh, fifth year. That was my car. My pay was 25,000 25, CDs here those days. But with time, I told you this morning, I lost 300 cities. Three to four hundred, I'm not sure even. But I never even knew that I had lost it. Yes. I didn't even know that I had lost it. I just found it. So I just saw and I was what is this? And then when I opened it, there was 300 or 400 cities. And how many corn beef can that buy? How much is one? Huh? Can buy a number? Yeah My wife and I We were beloved. We could not afford To go to a Chinese restaurant Or to buy Chinese rice So we bought spring rolls and I would say to her, Go and buy it and come and wait in the car. She'll go into a restaurant, pay for it. Exactly four pieces, two for her and two for me. And I would usually eat one of hers. And maybe sometimes part of the one that she had also. Hey! <laughs> Do you understand? But today, I can have the rice if I want it. I can have chicken fried rice if I want. Or pork fried rice. Or special fried rice. If that is what I want. I just have to say the word. Bring! And it will come. I can have beef with onions or with green pepper. Or some other thing. Sweet and sour pork. I can if I want to. In those days, I didn't even know that those things were there. Because <laughs> what I could afford was the f- spring rolls. Two for her and two for me. Several times, I used to pack at that Kung Fu Chinese restaurant. Do you know Kung Fu Chinese restaurant? At Osu. Yeah. Do you see? Yeah. But with patience, with patience, gradually, step by step, step by step. My situation has improved. Yes. My situation has improved. But not suddenly. There's nothing sudden. Hmm? There's nothing sudden. So without that character, you will struggle a lot in ministry. You will always be discontent. You always be unhappy. But you see, that same patience, you will need it in the secular world. Because in the secular world, it's equally a long day. Look at somebody like Professor Mills. Look at how long it has taken for him to become a president. Four years of uh, vice president, eight years of losing elections twice, and four years, I mean, and winning the election with 23,000 votes. Almost blind. And you are now the president. At the end of your life. Yes, I mean you see, there is nothing. President Kufuor became a president at just sixty something. He was unemployed, moving around for a long time. When he came here, he had a brick factory that didn't work. Different types of businesses. <laughs> this is the reality of life. So, without it, you suddenly take off on a tangent. Yes you have to have patience with us you have to have patience even when you are working somewhere you have to have patience even with the system but the system is also improving itself do you get it? yeah but the system can easily forget you that you are there every system can forget you yeah so you need patience if you are marrying somebody, the person needs patience. Do you see? If you marry somebody and you are experienced with sex, and the person is not experienced with you, don't look at the person and say, "Look, come on, look at what, look at what the person is doing." <laughs> you are wasting my time. You know, you don't talk like that. You don't say, "I mean, you're wasting my time." What, 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 what are you doing? no you need to be patient amen okay then you need to be kind so you love kindness will keep you in the ministry amen one of the reasons why you need to be kind is because you will need somebody to be kind to you one day do you get it yeah So kindness, remember to be kind, try a little kindness, is it a song you know how to sing? Kind, amen.
0: If you see a brother standing by the road With a heavy load from sea so And if you see a sister falling by the way Just stop and say You're going the wrong way You've got to try a little kindness. So a little kindness. Shine a light for everyone to see. And if you try a little kindness, then you love will look the blindness of narrow-minded people with a narrow-minded street. the down and out Lend a helping hand instead of doubt And the kindness that you show every day will help someone along their way So you've got to try a little kindness You've got to show a little Shining bright for everyone to see. And if you try a little kindness, then you'll overlook the blindness of narrow minded people and the narrow minded three. So you've got to try a little kindness, you've got to show.
1: Amen. So remember to be kind The next one is is Love is not jealous Jealousy is what crucified Jesus Now the way you detect jealousy Is by noticing your reaction Towards somebody's improvement Or blessing When you have a not so excited About what you hear When somebody is doing well then jealousy is gripping you. So if your sister is getting married and you just say, Oh, those people there, they had a lot of problems. I'm sure it will even break up soon. Do you see? Or, Oh, they are wedding, crown. they borrowed money to do. It. I mean, what is your negative attitude about? Do you understand? It's all jealousy. If you say that TDJ's woman thou art loose, so now that the women are loose what are they going to do next do you understand you you have to analyze your heart and see whether you are a bit jealous of T.D. Jakes' success do you understand what I'm saying so the way to detect jealousy is to just notice whether you are overjoyed and excited Uh as you are, as you could be about somebody do you get it, yeah and then also, anytime you want to eliminate somebody from the world, from the existence, from being around, you should also remember that is one of the fruits of jealousy. Jealousy leads to elimination. You always eliminate people you are jealous of, from your radar at least. You don't want them to appear, to pop up anywhere. So, delete. Off. You get it? So, you fight against people you are jealous of. You get it. So if you have somebody who is being nice to your wife, and you, you're feeling jealous, why is he talking to my wife so nice, and you become jealous, and you want to off, delete this existence from, from my life, or somebody's being nice to your husband, you get it, and it's like, wow, what are you doing this funny golden fried shrimp moving around my husband? I want to delete her from the whole world. You know, and then, beep. Brothers and sisters, you know what I'm talking about. Yeah, you are the chief deleters in the world. If the world was ruled by women, a lot of people would be under execution orders by now. Yeah. Sometimes it's the woman who is behind the man who is pressing the buttons and saying, eliminate like Jezebel shall I get rid of those guys from the system? And, and, and he said, ah, phlegmatic man, you know, and um, she just deleted them. He deleted Naboth. Naboth did not exist anymore. It was gone forever. You get it? So be careful when you are sacking people, eliminating people, because when that thing turns on you, you will be surprised, baby. Hmm. Okay. Now, love does not brag. It's not arrogance. Okay. Now, arrogance, each, each of these is, I'm just giving you one little aspect. There are several aspects, but I'm giving you one. One of the answers I gave you about jealousy is deletion. Jealousy, envy. Bible says Christ was crucified because of envy. So envy usually leads to deletion. When you want to remove somebody shouldn't be there shouldn't exist somebody who's just like you a church just just like yours or so a pastor who is just like you or a lady who is just like you or somebody who is nice like you you know you want to remove the person a house help who is prettier than you, you see? Or, or, or a maid of honor who is as nicer than you or you know and so on you want to get rid of them it's all those deletionary powers and some of the maid of honor too. They are not interested in the bride. They are interested in themselves, looking nice and shiny, instead of concerning themselves with the bride, with the bride to be beautiful for that day. Make sure you get a maid of honor who has who loves you, not who loves herself so much. Are you understanding what I'm saying? Yeah. Anyway, back to the point. What was I talking about? Arrogant. Now, one of the just one thing about pride. Is when you look down on other groups of people. You don't think them to be great enough for you. It's a sign of pride in you. Do you see? Now, this is one of the very dangerous things. Do you see? Every group of people that have caused a lot of pain to others and in this world have always had this particular symptom where they felt they were better than other groups of people. It's the commonest evil that comes from the world. Like Hitler he did not like Jews and he did not like communists so, and he felt the Germans were a superior race, Aryan race so they had museums where they would have the human body like that, do you see? And um, and they would show the body, perfect human body. And so Hitler had this vision. And he, he would just give speeches and there were wicked people around him who would devise ways of implementing that idea. And Hitler always liked people... Who had radical ideas. You see. So if you are, the more radical you are. In your approach. The more you please him. And often he would give the same job. To two people. Or three. Because he believed. In the survival of the fittest. It was one of his. Most uh, deepest beliefs. That the strongest. Will always survive. And nature causes the weaker one to be destroyed yes, from the world so they had experiments and they would show them on television you see animals like you see two crabs of fighting and one killing the other showing the principle of the survival of the fittest and the superior race they would show all those on television and pump it into the German people that we are superior we are better and so his beginning of his conquest was with the mind to merge and unite the superior German people the world. and to create a special race that would conquer the whole world. And he said that the only thing they needed was more land. Do you see? So first of all, he added and next the German people, the German speaking people. Uh-huh. That's why he took Austria, and then he took the Sudeten area of Czechoslovakia. You see, but after that he went further because he said, they need land, and you make speaking in and everybody will be listening. Then, then he doesn't give any plan of how to do it, but then you see that some wicked people around him come and say, "We've got this plan." And people used to write to him letters, and he used to read them from the common people. And one day somebody wrote a letter to him and said that his son is abnormal and he wants permission to kill his son because the child is mentally and there was a guy who was there who was the one checking the letters and that guy saw that letter and brought it to Hitler. And When Hitler saw it, he said it would be a good idea to remove such weaker vessels from the system. And that guy, through that guy, started a new plan to remove anybody with such weaknesses. I tell you, from he started from a letter that somebody wrote to him. Wow. Yeah. And he started to remove them from society. Admit them to hospital and give them injections, then they'll be dying. Oh, Any kind of mental or slight, I mean, whatever. You see, the mind that I'm better, and I'm superior, and that Jews were inferior and communists. So, that mind starts wars. And leads, you see, you have to think of what are the things that were in such a man. By the time he died, 55 million people were dead. Just between the time he had power, you see, a corporal, he was a corporal in the army. Corporal Hitler. Is see, such a person. And he, he came into power with murderous ideas and hatred for groups of people and superiority thinking. You see, so now if you are an Ashanti, you know, and you have a superiority mind that you are a superior type of Ghanaian, you get it? Of course, if you are an Ewe, and you see that somebody despises you, you also re- react to that thing. And so I said, I, in my where I come from, I'm not inferior, I'm an important person at where I came from. Are you not important at where you are coming from? (laughs) Ah, What do you mean by that? And so you have them also reacting strongly to that thing. Yeah. Even if you look in Ghana, some of the divisions that are building up, especially you see them during the election, especially the airways and the ashantis, you know, it's building up. But it's hatred. is growing and building up. But those are the foundations for all the evils. You understand? Where you think that this group is better than this group. And you think I'm better than this group. And below me. You see? Even in the slightest fashion, it reveals pride in you. Because what makes you better than somebody? I mean, if I take Ashanti's. I mean, I can tell you a lot of bad things about Ashanti's. And I can tell you a lot of bad things about ewes. And I can tell you a lot of bad things about guns. So what's your big deal? Huh? You are proud about foolishness. Your pride is based on an evil spirit. And it's not based on anything substantial or real. It's true. And it's based and it builds up hatred. I'm telling you. Yeah. It's true. Ghanaians with Nigerians. Many Ghanaians. Eh? You see, one of the things that you have to realize is that you have to know why people behave the way they do. Because when the scepter of wickedness is over the lot of the righteous, see that the righteous has become a bad person. If Ghana has had the kind of wicked leaders, we have also had our share, but unrighteous wicked leaders like Nigeria has had, you will see that almost everybody will put his hand forth to do certain wickedness. And that's what has made Nigeria into the world's most reputed nation of petty and serious uh, 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 criminal
0: activity.